Hello there, nerds, jazz, and baby. welcome to Crutchet Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Crit Chat, where a group of DMs get together every other week and discuss the important things in life, like Jazz Day. It's it's International Jazz Day. What's your favorite jazz sound? Uh, My favorite jazz sound is... But imagine that as a trumpet and it's on key. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sarah, what is your favorite jazz sound? Ella Fitzgerald scatting which I'm not even going to try and imitate because I don't want to insult her. I'm so white. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to uh, make Miss Fitzgerald mad with me posthumously. I don't know. I, don't know that I think she'd be pretty jazzed by it. Oh, oh, here we go. This, yeah. was, this why you, was this why you brought up the International Jazz Day thing? Was this one thing why? <laughs> no. Sarah and I formed a coup and now <laughs> we're, yep. we're here to get you. Welcome to Pun Chat, where a bunch of DMs get together every other week and make as many poor puns as they can. I mean, honestly, what's the difference between that and the thing that I have? (laughs) The thing that I unwittingly (laughs) put into the world. Well, my favorite jazz sound is skiddly dat doop borp. Uh, But this week we have with us a smaller cast, but we have with us the beautiful, wonderful... Scatty, I don't know what that was. Emily Kuklinski! Sometimes jazz gives me the blues. God fucking damn (laughs) it. (laughs) (laughs) And deceased in the corner is our wonderful podcast mom, Sarah Meaden. Hello, I'm dead. (laughs) I'm deceased. And we also have me as your host, Ismay Hutton, trumpet solo. Mickey, I know so little about jazz. I really want, like, I like jazz. I just don't know it real good. Uh, But this week, we are talking about how to end a campaign and, like, how to know when to end a campaign and all the things about ending a campaign that's been kind of long running. Uh, So I think, well, for our first port of call is to, I think, talk about all the campaigns that we have ended and, like, how that went, I guess. Uh, I'm going to get my D4 out. All right, hit me. Hit me with your best shot. Well, I hit it with my best shot. My best shot is aimed at Emily. Emily! Ah, shit. (laughs) How was was your campaign ending? Like, have you done it in the past? And was it uh, successful? And how did you know when to end it? And all that good shit. Answer a lot of questions. And all that jazz. (laughs) Do it. A couple of them have been ended by ghosting because I'm a millennial. (laughs) (laughs) Hasn't been the greatest. But others, I think you can kind of. You can kind of feel it. We've all watched TV and movies, and we've all been in a room where everyone's been talking for an hour longer than we should have been. Everyone knows that feeling. And I feel that when it comes to D&D sometimes. (laughs) Well, much like most Marvel movies, I decided, all right, I'm getting a little fatigued. I think my players aren't yet fatigued. Uh, We were doing just kind of a classic and Dizzle campaign. And so I'm like, all right, I'll just look through my notes. I'll see what kind of things that they've done in the past. See if I can accumulate that to one big last bad guy. So that way they can pick up the pieces and know that everything wasn't for naught and (laughs) convince them that not everything was improvised throughout this whole campaign. (laughs) And then I just, what was it? I, I gave them a big old dragon I, I did I did the classic yeah. thing. I gave them a dragon. Yeah. I gave them a cult. It was much like the rise of Tiamat, but I oh, altered okay. it a little. And I just had them fight, and they did a good fighting job. I don't like killing characters, so none of them died. <laughs> I found reasons <laughs> not to kill them. And uh, they survived, and then I wrote up an epilogue for everybody. Like, we're, it was like an 80s epilogue. Like, where are they now? Uh, That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I think people like 80s epilogues a lot. They're my favorite. They're the best way to end. One of them accidentally hatched a chicken egg, uh, and they had a what? chicken baby named Chicken Little. And God damn it. I made it so it was pretty much the plot of Chicken Little for their epilogue, because they liked chickens. I, I will let I, you know that I do not know the epilogue of Chicken Little, a fucking <laughs> terrible film from, what, what was it, like the, the thousands? Early like, thousands? 2003, 2006, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. When did Chicken Little like, come I'm, out? And- I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not aware of how Chicken Little ends. Did Chicken 
little. Oh, 2005. I found the healthy medium. I thought you were searching how it ends because you also forgot how the garbage (laughs) movie ends. No, they figure out that the end of the world isn't truly-ish happening and they all live happily ever after. And Zach Braff is a chicken for the remainder of his days. (laughs) Oh, God. Was that Zach Braff? Yeah, it was Zach Braff as the voice of Chicken Little. Because that was at the height of Scrubs. Oh, no. (laughs) Like, all that I know about about Chicken Little is the vine where that one guy is like, stop saying I look like Chicken Little. (laughs) He's like, he's a coward, and I'm not a coward. (laughs) And he does look like Chicken Little is the only thing. So I know... The guy who looks like Chicken Little, who also does that funny Welcome to Chili's Vine. That's it. That's my knowledge. <laughs> no, for the rest and of the episode, I'm only going to speak in Chicken Little's quotes. Oh dear. So, Sarah, you can talk about what you need to. Now you have to do that and also find a way to do jazz puns. So, like, this is this is your greatest challenge, I guess. <laughs> It's what I was meant to do. Well, in the meantime, uh, Sarah, how did you? How have you ended things in the past? I've only successfully ended one campaign, and that was the balance campaign, which okay. was not as easy as I thought it would be because I had planned out knowing my players and what they like and how they had played their characters, endings for all of them, and then one of them threw something at me that I would never have ever seen coming and I feel like I did a terrible job covering it but they were happy so go me like oh, you cannot leave us hanging like that what okay, was the so thing what spoil spoilers ahoy for anybody that has somehow balance. not listened to the balance campaign he really developed I had Angus and so he had really developed this like sibling kind of bond with Angus. So he cast the spell on him that lowers his age so he could be the same age as Angus because he wanted to go to school with Angus Mm. and be his competition. Yeah? (laughs) That's so weird! What? I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make you... He's like a magic user, so I'm like, I'm gonna give you like a wizard school that you run, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I I wanna be a kid and go to school with Angus. And so I had him do, like, some wisdom and arcana checks, and I rolled for Angus, and Angus beat oh him. God. So good. Yeah, Angus beat him that's at so school, good. and he was like, that's cool. And then we opened a school together, and I'm like, okay, whatever. It was that's truly so bizarre. Ladies like, and gentlemen, it's just gibberish. Gibberish of an insane person. God damn it. This is terrifying. That this is even a little bit worked. It's terrifying that you found even one that you're good with and that worked in context. <laughs> yeah. Give them a taste of the but, other white meat. Yeah. Why you? Why? Are you just reading <laughs> chicken little quotes? Yeah. Am I the other white meat? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Chicken Little sounds like some fucking Pulitzer-worthy bullshit right now. As far as not DMing as a player, all of the campaigns I've been have just ended in ghosting or people screaming at the DM or... We reached the end of the pre-written module. Yeah. Pre-written mm-hmm. modules are pretty good. Like, one of the things that uh, I've really liked about the... Like, we, we all know my, my slight grievances with some pre-written adventures and their setup and all that jazz. But one of the, the nice things in it that... just Fucking spoiler alert for what... Like, I don't know what the end of Half Damage is gonna really be, but it ain't gonna be the one that's in the book. But... So I'm, I'm free to talk about all the things without spoiling Half Damage. I don't know. Because it's got kind of different... I was gonna call them different win scenarios. So I guess that kind of tracks. That works. Um, so whatever happens, so like there's an option for all of the party die, read this text, or like some of the party die, read this text, or um, all the party live and straw dies, read this text. Um, or you've done this very specific thing and these two people have, I don't know, like formed into a dragon and taken over the world. There's there's one weird one that I can't remember what it is, but it, you, it's got like specific little things of text read. So it's nice, it's nice to know that those have like a bunch of options for how to end them, which is pretty cool. And I think that in general, I, I would like to think in campaigns, 
at least, yeah, when, when you get that feeling that Emily was talking about, the this is kind of winding down, it's nice to have like an idea of a couple of different scenarios that could be the end, you know, like some like very satisfying things. Cause like the, the ideal is no one dies and everyone wins. But what, what happened if everyone die? It would be kind of cool to have a little after the action kind of text read out being like, y'all fought bravely and you failed. Uh, and either. This is how the world ends. Like, yeah, like, right? Like, it could either be, like, a how the world ends or, like, if you want to be uplifting about it. If, like, everyone's kind of fucking super bummed that they died, be like, okay, well, all of the friends and shit you made along the way saw, like, made you martyrs and, like, you died and then they they all banded together and, like, you you were what was needed to defeat it in the end. Or some shit like that, you know? Some smarmy bullshit to make them feel a little less bad about beefing it. (laughs) Describe to me what the statue they built in your honor looks like. Oh, that would be very cute. If everyone died and they had little honor statues made of them, they would still be pissed because I murdered all their characters, but that would be fine. Whatever. You got statues. Now that's what I call closure. Oh Oh my god. (laughs) That one's so relevant. You wasted that one so early. That's the the whole episode. You can't just keep repeating that one though. (laughs) Emily, look me in my Mm -hmm. eyeballs. You cannot keep repeating that one. Don't swing. ties into the jazz thing we got going so you've wasted that one too emily oh snap (laughs) i just also want to share some of the other shit that i'm seeing in this because i forgot it's about baseball partially sorry Uh, i thought that that i thought that you were still reading chicken little quotes i'm like they said chicken little I'm so sorry, I'm going to take a break from my chicken. (laughs) Modern Mallard says avoiding closure can lead to molting, and I'm already small, and on top of that, I don't think I can handle being bald, is something that they say. (gasps) They also say, uh, at least we can give the video to Chickens Gone Wild. Uh, Uh, Ah, Twas beauty that killed the beast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry, this shit is so weird. Chicken Little, I might have to watch Chicken Little now, huh? Class, I will not tolerate I... rude behavior at the expense of a fellow. Of a is a fellow? Line. Just a fellow? Any? Just a fellow? That, yeah, just okay. a fellow. Just I, a fellow. Not I like will a tolerate fellow chicken. a lot at expensive fellows. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Uh-huh. Fellows have had it a bit easy. Let's tolerate. We can tolerate a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so my stupid. God. I'm going to stop because all of these are too good to be in this. And I'm afraid that we'll get copyright from 2005. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Did you say that the the quotes are too good to be in this? You think that Chicken Little is too good for my podcast? (laughs) Emily. Hey, Emily. Up up on our little Chicken Uh, Little cloud. Looking down upon us peasant folk. (laughs) By the way, I've always liked to, I'd like to say that I've always found you extremely attractive. He kisses her. Oh, writing. Like, the writer's team on there got paid exactly the amount they should have, I assume. Half of it, from what I've gathered, is movie quotes and music quotes. Because they reference Ain't No Mountain High Enough. They mention the lollipop song. That just sounds like some lazy writing right there. For Chicken Little, the blockbuster (laughs) of the century? I'm going to call them out. Uh, Emily, can you read out uh, the the writer's team for, for Chicken Little so we can put them on some harsh blocks? I'm already looking it up. Oh my god, Joan Cusack is also in it. Yeah, she plays like the scared duck. Patrick Stewart is in it. Sure, you can't have knowledge outside of like the Rotten Tomatoes page. You can't just like have extra info on this. I'm sorry, it is my role as podcast mom. There are 10 writers on this. Sorry, 10 people came together. Uh, Sorry, 11. And this is it. Oh my god. (laughs) And one of the ri- the Fuck. main writer also wrote Emperor's New Groove and Cats Don't Dance. What? I don't know about Cats. I don't know Cats Don't Dance, but I know <gasps> Emperor's New Groove, the actual best film. One of the guys wrote Hercules, Big Hero 6, and Tarzan and was head of story on Tangled Ever After. How did you get this? 
so did, like most of those came afterwards so someone was just like mm, yeah, yeah 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 this chicken little guy fucking is on point let's let's fucking oh this is the guy that we need what is this oh christ oh my oh, god i'm sorry the... i'm so sorry i've detracted oh, us no, I've, so I've much forgotten what we're talking about oh yeah the, the the how to end a campaign um the way that uh i have ended campaigns in the past is and this is where in the future I'm gonna edit it um, when I've actually ended any campaign uh, and put in how I did it. <laughs> I thought you were imitating ghosting. That's what I thought too. Go and ghost. Like, oh, I just go ghost. I think that the the service that we use allows me to like re-upload episodes. So this will be like a fun bit. So maybe this will be a lost episode at some point where in the future I have actually gone back and dubbed in. Me, me finishing a campaign. Probably not. I'll probably forget that this happened. But eh, bitch can dream. <laughs> I just... How about how about you imagine how you would end a campaign that hasn't happened yet? Ooh. So that way you're yeah. predicting oh, the future. I like okay, I like this. Okay, the well. Okay, to to be in this thought experiment, y'all are gonna have to be my players, right? Are you ready okay. for the oh thought God. experiment? My okay. dreams come so. true. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? We're, we're going to invent some other people as well, because like I do like the idea that we were just like a three person team. But I also like the idea that um, there are some chuckle fucks who were also in the campaign who I didn't like. That's what we're doing. I loved you guys in this campaign. You guys are great. I hated two of the other players that are just chuckle fuck idiots and ruined everything that I wrote this far. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I will go on to any I'm going to go on to like a Twitter that does like random characters gens for those two uh what what were your guys's characters i'm morcupine porcupine oh fuck me it's my God name damn it sorry i need to write it down in my dm notes morcupine porcupine all right race in class <laughs> <laughs> i am uh dragonborn part porcupine okay and my class is gonna be druid cool and what's what's what what's your backstory what was the backstory i was working with here dead parents Um, dead parents dead parents (laughs) dead parents dead parents parents. why is it always dead parents no Imagine, imagine, this is the one, like, at this point, if you make these, this your character that's had dead parents, you can officially say that you've had a character that's had dead parents before, and you don't actually have to do anything with it. Uh, uh. Okay, I'll have dead parents. Morcupine <gasps> Porcupine's parents were killed in a tragic garbage can accident. Garbage uh, can accident. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's constantly been afraid of trash, so that's why he became a druid. Then he ran into a small chicken who said the world was ending during a baseball game. No! And <laughs> I don't think he actually helps. He's just kind of around and he tends to everything. And that's Morcupine Porcupine. I think that's what happens in Chicken Little. It's been since 2005 since I've watched it. But uh, okay. okay, so sorry, I've just been making my notes here. Uh, tell me if this yes. is correct. Uh, what I've written <laughs> down is Morcupine Porcupine, Dragonborn, Druid, Garbage can accident. Afraid of trash. Chicken little baseball game. Yes, but I I could have used a little bit of more emotional investment in that, but yes. Oh, like, no, no, like, these are just, like, my my little notes. Obviously, enjoy this cafe. Oh, I mean, come on. Hi guys, uh, I I I run a D and D actual play podcast, and I am a DM that does advice on how to be a good DM. Obviously, uh, I have run this campaign to perfection. This is how to end a perfect campaign. Uh, duh. <laughs> uh, Sarah, what is what is your character? Jeff. F. F- Jeff. J E F F. Oh, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. I just, like, something was happening on our thing. Something was happening on Discord, and so it just kept going, F. <laughs> like, that's fair. I have a character called L. Like, the letter also... L, so I couldn't have a, like, stand on. Can I change my person's name to P? <laughs> From Morcupine, Porcupine? To, to, to just the first little consonant uh. sound of Porcupine. Porcupine? <laughs> Okay. Sometimes my pronu- so now, sometimes my accents. Sorry weird. again. So now the update: Puh, Dragonborn, Druid, Garbage Cat Accident, Afraid of Trash, Chicken Little Baseball <laughs> Game. Good. Yes, great. <laughs> <laughs> and my best friend's name is F. <laughs> F. 
Okay, so okay. Sarah, I am so sorry. You are now just F. So Sounds good. I'm down with it. What is the race in class? Uh, I'm a fighter, and let's fighter? just be an orc. Orc. F the orc. Sick. And what is your backstory? I think my parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Can I suggest that they also died in the same garbage accident? <laughs> they supplied the garbage can. <gasps> Ooh. Oh. Ooh. So, okay, so uh, as far as I'm aware, this scene went. Buzz's parents got crushed, I guess, in a tragic garbage can accident that F's family, I don't know, smushed them with. And then they felt so bad about it, they just keeled over and died. <laughs> yes! <laughs> So much death brought to you by Crit Chat. <laughs> Skid out that. Okay. And from each of you, what is your one main goal in life? Make love, not war. Make love, not war. It's a good goal war. for a porcupine. <laughs> mm-hmm, because he keeps on poking people, and so sometimes he feels bad, and he's like, no, he I want to just make love. Board. Not pokes. I just, I just in the background. I just need, I just need it to be known that this is still a dragonborn and not just a, an actual porcupine. <laughs> in the background, for us all to remember, this is a dragonborn and not a porcupine. I, I like to these think were, that these were actual this, dragonborns this that got crushed by a garbage can. <laughs> I like to think that he's really tiny for a dragonborn, and all of his scales okay. are. Pokey instead of normally scaly, and he's very like very small, and he's like meh, 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 meh. and then when he does druid things, he's like meh, and people are like oh, and he's like mm. does that make sense? <laughs> Totes. Are is this still? Are you still on the chicken little quotes? Because this sounds like that writing, <laughs> like that. This. <laughs> um. Um. No, but I wish it was. I'm rewriting Chicken Little as we speak right now. Oh my god. <laughs> Chicken Little's dad is so weird looking. Chicken. Okay, oh sorry, I need to Google. Anyway. I love this boy unashamedly. His name is Butt Cluck, which sounds like Butt Plug and Chicken. And. <laughs> <laughs> as Buck Ace Cluck, Chicken Little's <laughs> widowed father and a former high school baseball star. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, his, he oh, wants what? his son to be just like him, which is the main, main problem in the movie other than the world ending. I'm just, he looks like if Donald Trump was a chicken. Oh, I liked <laughs> him before. Ruined it. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck. Oh my god. Chloe Cluck is the deceased wife of Buck Cluck and the deceased mother of Chicken Little. It's unknown how or when she died. She's mentioned throughout the film by her husband, her son, and his friends, despite being deceased. <laughs> Garbage can accident. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, but back to the important thing me ending my mythical campaign that I've not ever done. Oh, yes. Um, okay. Sarah, Sarah, what what is what is uh F's uh main goal in life? To have a theme song composed about him, preferably jazz. Oh. Right. The other two, as I've taken from this D&D character generator at D&D generator on Twitter. Just giving credit where credit's due. We got a half-orc wizard. What, what's his name? You need to give me a name. Who works as a bodyguard. <laughs> Zach Braff. Zach Braff. Okay. <laughs> Zach Brafficus. To make Zach. it high oh, yeah. fantasy. C- can I petition for Zachicus Brafficus? Yes. Yes, Zachicus Brafficus. Brafficus. scrub of the falling sky order of orc. Yep. Cool, perfect. Uh, <laughs> the next one was Gnome Bard trying to be an empress. And her name was... Milk Toast. Toast? Her name was Toast. I love that name. Milk, Mil- Milk Toast? Milk Toast. Also, I just sent you what my character looks like. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, this will be now? on... God damn oh, no. it. This will be on the Twitter. Um, and Emily has, uh, <laughs> counter to what I have said, has posted an actual porcupine <laughs> instead of what we established is definitely a dragonborn. Oh, here, hold on. I'll draw him as a dragonborn. 
Hold on. Emily, if I see this fucking picture again, but you put a tail on it, Emily, Emily, I can hear you drawing a tail on this porcupine. Maybe like maybe a horn for flair, Emily. I I don't know your mind, but I can feel it, Emily. Emily. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, yummy, Emily. I'm watching that. Yeah, it's got a tail and horns. Oh, sorry, I forgot the fire out of its mouth. No, ooh, ooh, just gonna. Um, uh, Emily, I'm just going to uh, rules lawyer you for a second. Um, you seem to have b- drawn a blue tail and blue horns, indicating that you are a uh, blue dragonborn, and yet you are putting a fire out of their mouth. <laughs> blue dragonborns don't produce fire, it. Emily. <laughs> So it does look like it's a blue dragonborn wearing red hats on Ooh. its tail and ears. <laughs> oh, and, and now it just says I am dragon, which is still not correct for, for a dragonborn, but um, accepted and amazing. We have we have grown to love like it. Oh, sorry, there's a new one. This new just in. It is corn. <laughs> I'm so cold. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, oh fuck. Like, and just, Sarah's just posted a very nice a very nice little like fighter org boy. And just like in stark contrast. <laughs> I feel oh sorry, sorry, new update. <laughs> This one just says jazz over the top. episode i am dragon jazz <laughs> dragon. how to end a com- it campaign oh fucking christ okay <laughs> well i'm gonna uh, there must be like a thing online i'm gonna like we're, we're doing some like new like where to find sources online there has to be some i'll just click through like my five thousand chicken little tabs and replace <laughs> one of them with dungeons and dragons um okay so you guys were a part of an espionage campaign. Also, mm. uh, to, to give uh, more credit where credit's due, uh, I've just gone on donjon.pin.sh/slash/fantasy/slash/adventure. Slash. I don't think the last slash is necessary, but I, what if? What if, my dudes? Uh, <laughs> it's an adventure generator. So we got a lot of cloak and dagger shit. If your campaign has a villain who shows up again and again, that'd be good. So we've got... So, okay. So, yeah. You guys have been going on espionage campaign for a long time. You've been putting yourself deep underground uh, into this old villain's lair. Yeah, fucking who? Uh, Zacchaeus Brafficus. This was his campaign because he was a bodyguard for most of it and didn't actually get any time of his own. So we developed it around him and we're like, you know what? It's his time to shine. And we gave him a quest to go on that was that we drove out of him from his very limited backstory that he gave us. And finally, it was his moment to shine. And he got weirdly into it in the end. And we're like, oh, so you actually do enjoy D&D? You're not just here because you feel obligated? That's cool to know now. It's only been like three years that we've been playing. Wow. Cool. Nice showing some interest. Um, and so you had a villain. And it was his villain. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. This has got like some actual things where you can just find the climax from this. But fuck that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Hey, I'm running Curse of Strahd and it's nothing like Curse of Strahd. Fuck what this website tells me. Okay. So you guys have been deep undercover for a long time. There's been little times where you've not known who's the real you anymore because you've been so undercover with this whole whole malarkey. And you finally got to the moment where you have to reveal yourself 
to the world and be like, well, this, this is our plan all along. We're, we're here to take you down. We've got all this inside information about you. And now you're going to go. You're going downtown to Flavortown. Uh, you've announced oh. to all of the royals and the gentry being like, look at this chuckle fuck. He's been screwing the world over from the inside. <laughs> and you made a big epic speech. And he's like, ha, 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 well done. And now we fight. And then it turns into a big battleground and you have to do a battle. What are your moves? Uh-huh. <laughs> I hit him. I hit him like eight times because I'm a fighter. You hit him like eight times. Eight time hit. Uh, do you have a d20 near you? I do. I rolled a 12. Okay. You hit him approximately, I don't know, uh, like four, four, five times. Is that Does that feel like the math math's out there? You hit him like five times in this fight. And it's really cool. And he's like down on one knee and he's like, oh God, you have bested me, my folk. You, We thought you were friends. Wh- what about my birthday party? Remember when you went to my birthday party and you gave me that really thoughtful gift? Remember that really thoughtful gift you gave me? I thought that we, I thought that we had something. What, why have you done this to me? Did you not grow to love me as a person? No. Okay. Uh- <laughs> F is an orc of few words, okay? I love him so much. <laughs> uh, what what is uh sorry, I was about to say porcupine mor- porcupine, but that was incorrect. What what was Pa doing? He was seducing a vine to get him to kill <laughs> the dude. <laughs> Wait, very important clarification. Vine is in, I grow and I do uh, the whole like photosynthesis thing or uh, like six seconds of joy. I'm not chicken little. He's a coward. He was seducing all the chicken little vines that are out there. He was seducing seducing the chicken little boy vine. Uh, Don't uh, look like chicken little. uh, Can you roll me a, a d20? Yeah, hold on. I'm using an app. Uh, That's fine. I rolled a 12 as well. Yeah! 12 is everywhere. A fairly average campaign, I assume. (laughs) Do I get Um, to add any modifiers? Because I am a druid and I am very sexy. Morcupine Porcupine is very sexy. I would say, okay, I would say, okay, also first, puh, uh, second... You 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 murdered God. Porcupine Porcupine in the crib, motherfucker. You can't bring him back. Call- I'm calling him by his Christian you- name. His Sunday school name. <laughs> his middle oh name God. is Christopher. <laughs> Porcupine uh, in quotation marks. Christopher Porcupine is here to rid you of all your sin and Satanly ways. Oh God. Okay. Well, I will say because you are a, a druid and because this is a vine, a, a different kind of vine, but whatever, you do get a bit of a bonus to it. I'd say. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And so, okay. Okay, I've got it. <laughs> Fuck everything. I've got it. We got uh, F standing, standing above him and nearly ruined his spirit with the mean words that he said about not being friends, even though there was that excellent <laughs> birthday present that meant so much to both of them. And they both had like a little chuckle and had a little bit of eye contact. And they're like, wait, is there is there something here? But then they both turned away because no, <gasps> it couldn't be. I got it on clearance. <laughs> <laughs> It was in the Target dollar section. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's just like a little gnome pot. A succulent gnome pot. And in in like a new a new rage. Rage filled anew by uh the the idea that the one that maybe he could have loved had betrayed him once and for all. This guy who I've not given a name to and I refuse to give a name to. Never mind, it's Splorp. Uh Splorp <laughs> rises up with a renewed vigor and raises up, and you can see along the outside of all of the walls, gremlins start crawling in from the shadows. They seem to be coming from another realm. And you think maybe, maybe he was holding back this whole time. When from out of nowhere, the chicken little vine guy comes up and looks him dead in the eyes and goes, I am not a coward. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like Sonic, charges up his little legs and full-blown pelts into him, knocking the wind out of Splorp and sending him reeling back across the floor. Unfortunately, murdering Chicken Little Vine Boy. Very sorry about that, my man. If you play D&D, please come on the show. Uh, (laughs) I kneel next to him and I close his eyes with my fingers and I say... Look at all these chickens. And I cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So now we're now we're at the meat of it. Now we're at how it ends. Cause here get ready for this. Get ready for we this. We gotta give him closure. <laughs> gotta get that closure. Years later, you will wonder why it was that you didn't see the problem before it started. You will look back on this day and see the corpse of Splorp and the corpse of Chicken Little Vine Boy lying strewn across the ground. And maybe you were too distracted by that, but you just didn't really seem to notice as the gnome bard, Milktoast, that was her name, as Milktoast (laughs) ascends to the seat that Splorp once had and sits in it very, very casually. Like it was nothing, like this was where she was destined to be. You all knew that she wanted greatness, but you would assume that she would take it elsewhere. In the years that follow, your lives are your lives. You go about your wonderful days. Pub makes love and not war. Goes to all <laughs> all of his friends and, I don't know, gets little socks to hang on each of his little quills so that they don't come off so easily and poke people in the eye so much. Of course, we'll never quite forget the love that was uh, Chicken Little Vine Boy. <laughs> Who uh, visits the grave of every other week. Because, you know, some weeks you're busy. I don't know why I went every other week. But you know what? Bitch got shit to do sometimes. <laughs> I skip holidays because they're skip just ho- for yeah. me. F. F goes out yes. and stumbled into the crowd who was waiting and saw more haggard, more defeated orc. You can hear on the distance some people going, Wee ba beep ba da ba and you know that there's been a jazz ballad fucking performing in your honor that the whole crowd takes up in unison. Zachicus Brafficus just didn't actually give a shit about this whole story so far. So his fucking cool end thing is he went and was a bodyguard for more time and he was happy. Are you happy? Hey, hey, Jeff. Remember when I asked you for backstory, Jeff, and you didn't give me any backstory, Jeff? This is what happens, Jeff. You don't get a cool, fun resolution now, Jeff. Everyone else is emotionally invested, Jeff, and you're not Jeff. How does that feel, Jeff? Jeff! But years later, <laughs> you guys, Pa, F, and Zachicus Brafficus, are sitting in the same bar that you once met in, sitting around a table and getting out a new battle plan, just as you had once in the very beginning. And now you know that you have a new quest to defeat... Milk toast. <laughs> da, da, da. The campaign has ended, and you just assume that they go on to have a cool, fun time. I like the idea that they have lives past what we say. That's how it ends a campaign with the promise of more campaign that she will never follow through on. <laughs> I like it. I love it so much. I love it. I may f like. <laughs> But yeah, so that's how you end a campaign. I don't I don't have any other advice. I barely had that advice. <laughs> I think it's hard because I don't I think only Matt Mercer is the only person to have finished more than one campaign. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has. It's a fabled rumor. Campaign. Like I feel like I was t- like someone someone in crit chat has definitely finished a campaign. And I don't know who it is, but I know they're out there and I and like we could have used their wisdom. Has Ian? It might have been Ian. No, Ian just like murders them. <laughs> it might have been Ian. Well, that's one way to finish a campaign. That is one way to I finish a campaign. One, but it was also not like an epic. <laughs> it was like we had been playing for a couple of months, and then it was like, okay, this is done. <laughs> and I, <feel> sad. <laughs> I feel so bad. Am I a true DM? Who am I? Do you have to finish a campaign to be a dungeon master? Please, is it okay? Please, please say no. Please say no. Otherwise, no. my whole no. life is a farce. I'm a dungeon intern. No. I don't feel good about <laughs> saying dungeon master. I want, a, I want a t-shirt that says that. We need a merch store stack. <laughs>
Are you also unpaid and just learning how to become a dungeon master? Join Dungeon Interns! If you feel like dungeons are still too big of a leap, welcome to Conflict Intern! Where you just... (laughs) You just take turns! You make your intern, you'll become... Oh my god, sorry, I'm coming up with our slogan. (laughs) Pull it in free work for us, and in turn, you'll too become a dungeon master. Ooh, that's very good! That's very good, actually. We crossed the river and we got to the point I wanted. (laughs) That's my final thoughts. Give me your money and I will make you a dungeon master. You know what? That's perfect. (laughs) Hello there, nerds, and welcome to the middle of the podcast break. Chat with Ismay. Get get a little little sing there. It's not like I normally sing. There's not going to be any other singing in this episode, or is there? No, but for real, actually, listen to the end of this episode. I hope you listen to the end of the episodes most times, anyway, but like super do it this time. Guys, super do it this time. I squeeze to G's. My latest EP is going to drop and y'all got to be there for that. <laughs> I'm not going to take up too much of your time. Just go jump on in here and talk about all of our social medias and good shit like that. So if you want to find us over on Crit Chat, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash Crit Chat, all one word, or on twitter.com forward slash Crit underscore chat and you can talk to us there it's also a really good place to share all of our things from uh, so that more people will come and listen to the show because we think it's a good show and more people should listen to it god damn it uh, we've also got our youtube account like if you if you go on to youtube and search crit chat you'll find us there uh, where you can get a lot of little clips of the show and maybe you'll find some of your favorite clips there and those are really cool and fun to share with people and be like hey listen to this funny shit ha 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 and they'll be like ha ha that was very funny i'm going to listen to more of this i know how human beings talk ha ha is also the place that you can go to find uh, Emily's uh, OC character, kind of OC character, uh, and get see see th- like little images for the show that you might need in order to get the full experience. Also, if you send us a message or give us a shout-out over on Twitter, then we might just give you a shout-out on this very show. This week, we are giving a shout-out to at Spookub, uh, who shared with us a cursed, cursed image, uh, which is a bikini lady who, um, it's like a centaur, but if top half was person and bottom half was person, it sounds okay, but it's not, so go find that over on Twitter to make you very, very sad and angry. Also, thank you to I'm Your Hero, Sarah, who is on this podcast but you know what i'm gonna shout her out again anyway uh for drawing our attention to another centaur that's a good centaur it's half centaur half uh sonic which is very very good actually so we've got two ends of the centaur scale um the good and the bad and the ugly it's a terrifying time but go over and find all of those i'm also very pleased to announce that on our twitter uh, i put up a poll where it was from the last episode for it was what what would you rather be half human half blank and the options as per last week, were ferret, frog, basador, or snail. I am so pleased to announce that everyone is correct, and the right answer was snail. Thank you. You can also find our Discord down in the description of wherever you're listening to this. Also, if you want to help us out in a money's way, as well as a word-of-mouth way, because obviously I just told you how to help us out in a word-of-mouth way, and you're about to do that. You're doing it right now. That's what you're doing right now while I'm talking. You're on your phone and doing that, right? Right. Uh, if you want to help us out in a money's way, you can go over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash crit chat all one word and kick in as little as as a dollar a month and you get a lot of really cool things for that uh one of the really really awesome things that you get is that you get to be a part of our games of space scoundrels it is a game that alfred runs uh where we are playing in space it is very funny a whole bunch of the crit chatters play and a bunch of the patreons play and so we all play together and it is a super good time uh so yeah go over and you can be involved in that it's also got some behind the scenes shit which is So funny, so good, so wonderful. So yeah, go check that out immediately. Finally, I'm going to plug Half Damage. If you do not know, Half Damage is an actual play D&D podcast that I run, I DM, uh, and it's comprised of myself, Allie, Ian, Emily, Alfred, and we play kind of Curse of Strahd. We kind of play Curse of Strahd, but if Curse of Strahd was a fun reality TV show, it is very good. We've got Guy Fieri, we've got Gordon Ramsay, we've got twists and turns, and actually genuinely some emotional moments that people have cried over. So if you want mostly chuckle fuck, but a little bit of genuine emotional impact, go and find us over on Half Damage. It's a really cool story. Uh, I'm having the time of my life doing it, and I think you'll have the time of your life listening to it. 
Also, fun fact, my girlfriend has just started listening to it, so every so often she will come through either crying laughing about something and trying to articulate what she's laughing about, or she will come through with tears in her eyes, throw something at me and go, how dare you? So that's a cool, fun, cool, fun encompassing of what you can expect over on Half Damage. So you can find Half Damage anywhere that podcasts are found, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Anyway, that is it. I will let you get back to the episode. Stick around to the end, darlings, and I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Was there any advice this time? We just talked about two like two things that how we knew how they ended and one that we made up i don't know if we did any advice fuck um <laughs> here's some advice okay uh, here's some advice go keep the end of your campaign in mind where you want to go and have an ending point in the story that you're shooting for but you don't necessarily have to hit you just have yes. a general direction you're going and keep notes on what's important to your character so you can pull it in in their end stories if they survive. And this is the most useful advice accomplished. piece of advice that I think I could give that I've accumulated over a very long career of dungeon mastering. And if there's anything you need to do, you have to listen to everything that I say because all of this is very important. So if you want to end a campaign, you... This is where we edit it in later. Nope, you ghost them. God damn. And that's that's uh, that's my. I tried to make some ghost noises in the background. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I don't I'll think put, they came through. I'll put in some spooky sound effects. I'll rewind and we'll put in spooky sound effects. Yeah, some crickets and cr- crickets, <laughs> the spookiest things of all. Oh, because crickets for <laughs> being quiet. I thought that you were just yeah. revealing to us your fear of crickets. Rub together and make noise. It's horrifying. <laughs> when I when I volunteered at the zoo, we had to we had to like shadow in different areas, and one of them was the insect place. And honestly, oh. I've held a centipede, I've held a tarantula, I've held yes. many bugs, but the worst thing was sticking my hand into the cricket box because they're just so erratic and jumpy. So I understand. I hate their long legs. There's a reason why they're the nemesis in Bug's life. That's the last thing that Emily had to do in her campaign was overcome our fear of the cricket box. That's very good. Yeah, that, there's some advice. Find things from the campaign. If you want to wrap it up, you, like everyone's got little bits in their backstory that they, they kind of need resolved. Try and see if you can bring them together in some kind of way maybe not all in the very last session but like a little bit along the way try and get those resolved um and then in the last session then you make that make it all resolved and it's great um apart from jeff who never gave you any backstory and is a shit (laughs) i I just only now realized that i got jeff because we were talking about jeff earlier and it turned into f and i'm very sorry for besmirching the good name of f the fighter or who i've written in my list sorry uh it says (laughs) f Fighter, orc, garbage parents, have theme song, pref jazz. Yeah. Be, be an F, I not a jazz. Advice. advice. <gasps> I have an advice. advice. If you take notes during your campaign, make the notes for stuff for your end game in a different color so you can scan yes. through and say, oh yeah, this is good for my last that is- crusade. Genuinely great advice. First off, color code your shit. It's fun and it's good. But yeah, if you've got things that you want to bring back later uh, in your Wii Notes, highlight them, do something that like makes them stand out as cool things that they can come about. Like this is just like good advice in general for a campaign because it's always fun to come back to things. But end game shit, double bold, double star, neon yellow. Yes. Oh, I have an advice. I like how I like. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're okay, mom. Nope. Nope. I want Emily to go first. Mom chooses Emily. Mom mom chooses Emily. I just want everyone to know that I'm mom's favorite because she had me go first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're my favorite wine aunt. Oh yeah, I'm not a child, am I? Oh, uh, like I'm, I'm the white ant, so I pre- like I'm not one of the children, but I'm I need to be herded like the children do. <laughs> that makes You're sense. my go-to person when I need a break from the children. <laughs> <laughs> like before you walk into the room, I've already got two little glasses of straight vodka just waiting. Yes, <laughs> they would have just yes. been for me if you hadn't shown up, but I'm glad you did. Yay! Aww. Oh, Emily. Okay. My thing is going to be if you make an outline of your campaign and you notice that things that your characters do influence or could be working with it, 
write that under like little bullet notes like so you can keep your other notes color coded but like if you have like the outline of it at least that way you understand where everybody fits in with each piece of the puzzle of your story so you don't have to know how a connects to b but if a character does something you're like oh that connects it and then you can write that down and you can make it into your big baddies end of the game speech monologue oh you need that monologue Mm -hmm. new advice write a monologue (laughs) and then hopefully one of your characters is gonna do that thing that like they're in the middle of the monologue and they're just like i'm done with this and then just stab them because that's always fun i'm not gonna lie i do love that i also love it if it's like i'm done with this stab and then your big baddie is like yeah run away from all your problems like miss pellywink in the second session <gasps> you ever had. How did she like it? And then she dies. <laughs> and they're like, oh how the hell God. did she know about Miss Pellywink? And you'll never know. Ooh, little never mysteries know. lingering. Put a little mystery in there. Fuck it. Make that happen. Hells and yeah. <laughs> and then Miss Pellywink was the true big baddie of them all. See, here's my here's my here's my worry. We've got a lot of advice on this end thing. Did I maybe take up all the time with my fantasy <laughs> campaign when we actually have no. good advice? I like our new format where we dick around for 45 minutes and then we give advice in the last few while we're under pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that yeah, too. Like, yeah, like it's like a, we've got like a too long didn't read. Uh, <laughs> the end. <laughs> if you want your actual advice, skip to like 15 minutes to the end and then you've got advice. If you don't, have a nice day with the rest of the podcast. Yeah, I only oh, stick around God. for the dicking. Oh, wait, no. I only <laughs> stick I'm going to put that into a jazz epic at the end of this. Watch as Ismay tries to make uh, a jazz song called I'm Only In It For The Dicking. (laughs) That's my porn name is Dick Ellington. God. (laughs) And with that... Uh, we're going to wrap da, da, da. up there. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me on twitch.tv for a slash ATeacupGamer. Uh, I do games and stuff. I think that I'm about to start playing uh, the Telltale Batman series, see how that treats me. Uh, then I'm all out of Telltale games to play, so I'll do something else, I suppose. If you want to see me play the games, go over there. Uh, if you want to find us on Crit Chat, you can find us on iTunes by searching Crit Chat in podcasts and leave us a five-star review for this five-star show. It would super help us out. A lot of people have been leaving reviews and it's been so super great and we have 2,000 listens right we have 2,000 listens which is so nice so thank you everyone for for listening for doing the thing uh you can also find us on all the best podcast apps every other saddle saddle day saddle day it's jazz scatter day it's it could also be a poop thing but it's not in this case until then i've been ismay i've been emily and i've been sarah you've been listening to crit chat All right, let's go. You know I'm here to talk to you about a little something and you best believe it ain't no Dungeons and Dragons. You know I don't want your advice. Let me tell you that it don't sound so nice.